I am your host, JV, and in today's show, we'll be discussing Bitcoin's new worst-case scenario, putting the Bitcoin price bear market bottom near $6,000. That's right, Bitcoin capitulation. Action can send the Bitcoin price back to an area, double the 2018 bear market bottom, according to crypto analyst Philby Philby of Decent Trader. Also in today's show, top crypto analyst says Litecoin is on track to extend its rally by over 60%, but there is a catch. I'll be breaking down the latest Litecoin technical analysis. Also in today's show, users can now verify the Bitcoin that they own on Binance via the Merkle tree. That's right. Binance released a proof of reserve system for Bitcoin and vowed to do so for other cryptos in two weeks. Also in today's show, SEC chairman's crypto oversight strategy is in question as the ecosystems collapse. That's right. Congressman Tom Emmer showed concerns about the oversight strategy implemented by Gary Gensler, chairman of the U.S. SEC for the crypto ecosystem. I'll be breaking on the latest SEC corruption. Also in today's show, Binance's proof of reserves is pointless without showing its liabilities, according to the Kraken CEO. That's right. Jesse Powell says a complete, complete proof of reserve audit must also include the sum of the client's liabilities, user verifiable cryptographic proof that each account was included in the sum and signatures proven the custodian's control over the wallets. Also in today's show, you need to go through a crisis, says Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, and she says that this crypto crash is a massive opportunity, and she still sees Bitcoin soaring 6,000% to $1 million. I'll be breaking down Kathy Wood's three biggest sector bets. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone just tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts, podcast episode number 1000. 115 of the Crypto News Alerts pod, and today is November 26th, 2022, and lots to cover. It's good to see the entire crypto market pumping back in the green, checking out Coin360. We see Bitcoin trading at 16500 and pretty even on the day, with Ethereum up about 2%, trading back above $1,200. Binance Coin up over 4%, trading at 312 bucks. And the only top 10 crypto in the red today is XRP, barely in the red, but still up, trading above $0.40, cents and and checking out coinmarketcap.com. Let's get a refresh for the latest stats and statistics. You can see the coin market cap sitting at $838 billion with $35 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Current Bitcoin dominance, 37.9% with the Ether dominance at 17.7%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours. Hobby Token leading the pack up a whopping 25% for the day and up over 58% for the week, trading at $7.28. Followed by Aptos up 10.5%, trading at $4.83. Followed by Quant, the interoperable blockchain, and that is up 7%, trading at around $121. Below that, we have Curved Out Token and Immutable X. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, clearly HT leading the pack up 58%, CRV up 33%, and a couple of the biggest losers are Chili's down 29%, and Algorand down 17.5%. 
and checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, shows we are currently rated a 22 in extreme fear. Yesterday, a 20. Last week, a 23. And last month, a 32 in fear. So there you have it. Welcome once again to everyone just tuning in to today's live stream of crypto news alerts. Now let's dive right into our Bitcoin technical analysis along with this $6,000 Bitcoin price bottom prediction by Philby Philby. Bitcoin still risks a drop to below 7,000 in this bear market. The latest worst case scenario prediction warns in its latest live stream broadcast on November 24th, trading platform Decentrader revealed targets for a Bitcoin price bottom. That's right. The most recent in a series of Bitcoin slash USD forecast. Decentrader co-founder Philby Philby. Shout out to him and uh, also Philip Swift. I've had Philip Swift here on the show doing some technical analysis. They mapped out a potential sub $10,000 dip on the cards for the pair, quitting them here. In my worst case scenario, I think that would probably be where we end up, like old school rock hard support, he said, about a bidding zone around $6,500. This is where buyers would probably start refilling their bags, he added, noting that the level was approximately double the 2018 bear market and the March 2020 COVID crash lows, which unlikely under current circumstances, Philby Philby nonetheless argued that more significant repercussions from the FTX implosion could remove bid support higher up the order book, opening up the door for such a capitulation event as he shares here until we have further info that seems unlikely and as i say i think the fact that we haven't dumped harder than we actually really could have done is a good sign for the bulls he continued given the recent events and as coin telegraph reported bitcoin slash usd has in fact managed to dip less compared to its previous all-time highs in the previous bear markets, as shown here in this chart by Glassnode. An associated debate revolves around whether a deeper dive is necessary to match those bottoms and put an end to the current downtrend. Philby Philby commented that for Bitcoin to put in a bottom while avoiding the worst case scenario, crypto would need to dodge some bullets like Neo in the Matrix. And regarding the FTX fallout and macro markets would also need to stay strong. Now let's discuss the Bitcoin price navigating the bear market pits. Elsewhere in the live stream, Decentrator co-founder Philip Swift, also creator of data resource looking to Bitcoin, explained other recent chart phenomena. Among them was the increasing number of Bitcoin wallets that now contain at least one BTC. That's right, whole coiners at an all-time high. The tally soon set to cross one million for the first time. Where my long-term hodlers at? Make some noise in the live chat. Now, this is a direct result of exchange withdrawals in light of FTX, Swift said. Although 18 months ahead, the next Bitcoin block subsidy having event in 2024 will also become a major narrative focus going forward. He added that in turn will have some positive effect on the Bitcoin price action in terms of media coverage and anticipation of the next having event. Now, a comparative chart showed Bitcoin slash USD currently working through the lowest parts of its four-year cycle, showing a strong correlation between 2014 and 2018. So there you have it. How low do you feel we are likely to go for this current crypto winter? Let me know in the comments below. As we obviously know, the current low is in at 15500 which we approximately hit last week. How low can we go? Do you think we can realistically drop another 9,000 as Decent Trader is predicting? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below along with a target date. When do you think we hit that cycle low? You think it'll come anytime soon before the end of this year, wrapping up 2022? Or do you think it is likely to occur sometime first quarter 2023, potentially second quarter of 2023? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's dive into another OG cryptocurrency, and that is 
Litecoin. Let's break down some technical analysis. A widely followed crypto analyst is predicting Litecoin will extend its massive rally, but only if a certain condition is met. That's right. Crypto strategist Justin Bennett says in a new issue of his newsletter that Litecoin bulls will have to defend a key price level or the rally may implode. That's right. He says Litecoin's price of $73 is playing a pivotal role on its current rally since it has flipped to a level of support after acting as a level of resistance earlier in the month back in May. He says if Litecoin closes below $73, it will flip back to a resistance level and the token will likely start to dip. Quoting the analyst here, Bitcoin has been on a tear recently, taking out the confluence of resistance at $73.20, which has now flipped to support if that area holds. I think we see Litecoin continue higher here into $96.50 and potentially $128. And alternatively, a daily close back below $73 would signal a bearish fake out and end the rally. Now, Litecoin previously traded at both the $96.50 and $128 price levels earlier in the year. And for Litecoin, Coin to reach those price levels again, it would need to rally another 24 or 64% respectively from its current value. Now, Litecoin has seen a significant increase in price over the past few weeks, reaching a high of $82.63 in November, a nearly 50% increase from its price tag of $55 at the beginning of the month. And it has since stabilized and is changing hands at $77 at the time of this recording. So there you have it. And as I shared actually in yesterday's episode, another analyst is predicting that Litecoin soon return to its all-time high, putting the OG crypto above $400 per coin. Let me know if you're currently bullish or bearish on Litecoin and where do you feel is likely to end for the year as far as the high. Let me know in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's discuss what's on a lot of people's mind and that's those proof of reserves and for users to verify that their Bitcoin actually exists on the exchange after the debacle of FTX and their wrapped Bitcoin in which no actual real Bitcoin was sitting on their exchanges. They were taking your Bitcoin, moving it, to Alameda so that Bankman Freed can steal it and do what he does with those funds. And at the same time, leaving you with the artificial BTC, which is sad to share, but that's an actual reality. So let's discuss users now being able to verify their Bitcoin they own on Binance via the Merkle tree, the world's largest crypto exchange. Binance introduced its proof of reserve system to display to users the exact amount of its crypto reserves. This feature will initially show only Bitcoin holdings, while other altcoins will follow in the future. Binance has taken some additional measures to reaffirm its customers' trust during the turbulent times following the FTX crash. In a recent announcement, the company disclosed launch of a proof of reserve system showing that its on-chain reserve is composed of 582 million BTC. If I'm reading that correctly, or it's 582,000, my apologies, 582,485.93 Bitcoin sounds more like it. And that equals 575. 1,742 BTC. Now, the trading venue vowed to release the proof of reserves for other cryptos in just two more weeks. Binance will also be hiring third-party auditors to check these results. Now, their CEO, CZ, said the crypto community currently demands more from the exchanges, and the firm is pleased to provide such 
clarity. You can say that again as there has been a mass exodus of crypto on the exchanges, quoting him here, as Binance's users community is exponentially larger than the next largest exchange. This is a massive undertaking and will take a few weeks to develop the data for the majority of our crypto assets in custody. We are working to get the next update out as quickly as possible to meet the community's expectations. Now, the platform topped up its fund insurance to $1 billion following the FTX meltdown, and those assets could be distributed to clients in case of future emergencies. In fact, I even heard uh, him on Twitter saying he doubled it to $2 billion, which is a great sign of good fate. And Binance has also introduced an industry recovery fund that can help other projects that experience liquidity issues. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Binance at the moment and what they're doing with their proof of reserves? And to verify with the Merkle tree that the Bitcoin actually exists and they're going to be implementing this to altcoins in the following couple of weeks. Do you think this is a good sign? Also like to note that regardless of the Merkle tree, regardless list of the proof of reserves i'm going to be discussing a little later that if we don't know the sum of liabilities what good is the proof of reserves for example if your proof of reserves showed a billion dollars but your liabilities are 10 billion dollars what good is that so i think jesse powell of kraken makes a great point so stick around we're going to be covering that in greater detail but first now let's discuss the sec corruption going on uh right now uh, with gary gensler check this out while regulations are often aimed at protecting citizens from bad actors the effectiveness of crypto regulations in the u.s is in question owning to the colossal fall the major exchanges and ecosystems over the past year which include ftx celsius voyager and Terra Congressman Tom Emmer showed concerns about the oversight strategy implemented by Gary Gensler, chairman of the US SEC for the crypto ecosystem. Emmer has been vocal against Gensler's indiscriminate and inconsistent approach towards crypto oversight. On March 16th, the congressman revealed being approached by numerous crypto and blockchain firms that believe Gensler's reporting request to be overburdensome and stifling innovation, as Tom Emmer shares here. And much respect to Tom Emmer for calling out Gary Gensler. We were concerned in March that Gary Gensler was taking an indiscriminate and inconsistent approach to oversight for the crypto community. My office, and this is what he's referring to, my office has received numerous tips from crypto and blockchain firms that SEC Chairman Gary Gensler's information reporting requests to the crypto community are overburdensome, don't feel particularly voluntarily, and are stifling innovation. We're even more concerned now as we have seen his strategy miss Celsius, Voyager, Terra, Luna, and now FTX and Tom Aramer making a great point. So kudos. Congress Emmerman had previously asked the SEC to comply with the standards established in the Paperwork Reduction Act of 1980, which was designed to reduce the total amount of paperwork, burdening the federal government imposing on private businesses and citizens. And on an end note, Emmer said that Congress shouldn't have let the details about the SEC's oversight agenda through planted stories in progressive publications, adding he was looking forward to Gendler's public testimony before the Financial Services Committee, an American crypto fed DAO, the first official decentralized autonomous organization in the United States began a litigation battle with the SEC over 2021 token registrations and opted not to have attorneys in its fight for registration. An American crypto Fed also indicated its plan to file a motion for extending the deadline for its answer to the SEC's order instituting administrative proceedings. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this ongoing corruption by Gary Gensler and the SEC? And I'm even calling out the CFTC as the CFTC, Gary Gensler, and Jerome Powell on record had over 10,000 hours of meeting with FTX, Sam Bankman, scam artist. 
You feel me? Meaning this was all an inside job. They were receiving large sums of money. Unfortunately, they were turning the other cheek and they allowed the scandal to happen. So who is to truly blame? Is it the investors, over a million investors lost billions of dollars, innocent victims being scammed? Or is it the so-called SEC who is supposed to be protecting us as investors, who is to blame? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now let's dive deeper into these proof of reserves because the Kraken CEO says, yo, if you don't show us your full liabilities, what good is showing us your proof of reserves? The collapse of the crypto exchange FTX revealed the importance of proof of reserves in avoiding situations involving misappropriation of user funds. And while exchanges have proactively started sharing wallet addresses to prove the existence of users' funds, several entrepreneurs, including Kraken CEO and co-founder Jesse Powell, called the practice pointless as exchanges failed to include their liabilities. That's right. According to Powell, a complete proof of reserve audit must include the sum of the client liabilities under verifiable cryptographic proof that each account was included in the sum and signatures proving the custodian's control over the wallets. While Kraken's proof of reserve does not allow the verification of assets against the company's liabilities, Powell continues to call out other players that have missed out on including accounts with negative balances, quoting Jesse Powell. I am sorry, but no, this is not proof of reserves. This is either ignorance or intentional misrepresentation. The Merkel tree is just a hand wavy BS without an auditor to make sure you didn't include accounts with negative balances. The statements of assets is pointless without liabilities. So there you have it calling a finance CEO out right there. Powell called out coin market cap in the past for sharing incomplete proof of reserves as it lacked cryptographic proof of client balances and wallet control. He reiterated that reserves are not the list of wallets, but assets minus liabilities. Finances recently released proof of reserve system allows users to verify their assets using the Merkle tree. However, Powell shared his displeasure as the system failed to include accounts with negative balances, stating the following, the whole point of this is to understand whether an exchange has more crypto in its custody than it owes to its clients. Putting a hash on a row ID is worthless without everything else. I think Kraken's ex-CEO makes a great point. And moreover, he asked the media and journalists to refrain from overselling it and misleading consumers. Instead, he recommended they take the time to understand the motive behind proof of reserves. On the other hand, few community members refuted Powell's need for a trusted auditor. Following up on the accusation, Binance CEO CZ refuted by sharing Binance's upcoming plans that involve third-party auditors to audit the exchanges proof of reserve results as CZ shared here and absolutely no negative balances involved. It will be verified in the audit for the above proof of reserves. Actually, the first time I heard about a negative balance and a proof of reserve innovative. We welcome questions and checks. Let's build together. Now, the response from CZ to the concerns raised by the Kraken CEO received positive support from the community. However, some members pointed out the hypocrisy that CZ displayed a public commentary on the post that welcomed questions and checks. On November 19th, CZ confirmed to have started working on building a safe centralized exchange and an idea put forth by Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Vuterin. And in this instance, the best case scenario would be building a system that does not allow crypto exchanges to withdraw depositors' funds without consent. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the latest from CZ as well as the proof of reserves? But considering they're not showing their proof of their liabilities along with their reserves, what are your thoughts? Do you feel this is a win for the crypto sector? Or do you think CZ just trying to cover his ass as lack of trust has obviously occurred due to the FTX uh, debacle? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Anyways, now for the moment, we have all been 
waiting for. And that's a $1 million Bitcoin price prediction after I shared with you a potential $6,000 bottom. Now let's discuss the bullish scenario as per ARK Invest's Kathy Wood. And let's break it down, shall we? It is probably doesn't feel so good to be a crypto investor right now. Bitcoin down 65% year to date. And some say it's not a crypto winter, but rather crypto extinction. I've heard that one before. Yet one expert remains bullish, and that's ARK Invest's Kathy Wood. Shout out to Kathy Wood when asked whether she still holds her Bitcoin forecast of $1 million per coin by 2030 during a new Bloomberg interview. Her answer was... Yes, sometimes you need a battle test. You need to go through a crisis to see survivors, first of all, she says. Now, check it out. Wood acknowledges that the ongoing crypto crisis would delay institutional adoption, but still thinks that the king crypto will come out smelling like a rose. Once they actually do the homework and see what happened here, I think they might be more comfortable moving into Bitcoin and perhaps Ether as a first stop. And considering that Bitcoin currently trades around 16500 at the time of this recording, her $1 million price target target implies a potential upside of about 6,000%. Send it. Let's freaking go. And as always, what is putting her money where her mouth is? Here's a look at the super investor and her betting on crypto. Let's start with Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC, with the rise of Bitcoin over the last several years. Quite a few Bitcoin funds have entered the market. Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is one of them and the largest. According to GBTC, its shares aim to reflect the value of Bitcoin's holdings, less fees and expenses. The fund says it hasn't met this objective because its shares have traded at a premium or discount to that value, which at times has been substantial. Year-to-date, GBTC shares have fallen a whopping 75%. That's right. The bankruptcy of crypto exchange FTX has sent shockwaves across the crypto space. And that's one of the reasons why investors have been offloading GBTC shares. And as a result, GBTC trades at a steep discount to its underlying asset, which is Bitcoin. That discount caught Wood's attention. It was reported on Monday. ARK Investments Management snapped up an additional 176,945 shares of GBTC worth approximately $1.5 million. Now let's discuss Coinbase Global. If you've ever bought Bitcoin from an exchange before, you know that there are typically transaction fees involved. And as more people rush to buy cryptos, these transaction fees quickly add up. That's where Coinbase found its opportunity as the largest crypto exchange in the US. It earns a transaction fee every time someone buys or sells crypto on its exchange. In quarter three alone, Coinbase had eight and a half million monthly transacting users, and it earned a whopping $366 million in transaction revenue and $211 million in subscription and services revenue, I guess services such as Coinbase One. And given the downturn in cryptocurrencies, it is no surprise that Coinbase shares have also experienced heavy volatility. They are down a painful 82% this year in 2022, but the company remains in Wood's portfolio. ARK Invest flagship fund ARK Innovation ETF, which is ARKK, holds more than 5.9 million shares of Coinbase worth approximately 257.1 million dollars. Now let's talk about Block. Woods Arc Innovation ETF also owns 6.26 million shares of Block, a digital payments technologist formerly known as Square. With the stake valued at 392.7 million, Block is currently the fifth largest holding at 
Arc. Now, management changed the name last December because Square had become synonymous with the company seller's business. But the move did little to cheer up investors because in 2022, shares have also tumbled more than 60%. And while the company is far from a market favorite right now, it continues to deliver some very impressive numbers. In quarter three, the total net revenue rose 17% year over year to $4.52 billion and gross profit came in at $1.57 billion, up 38% from the previous year. And the company is also a play on cryptocurrency for the quarter. Block generated $1.76 billion of Bitcoin revenue and earned $37 million of Bitcoin gross profit. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding ARK Invest's Kathy Wood's $1 million Bitcoin price prediction? Let me know in the comments right down below. And when do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to reach that $1 million milestone? According to Kathy Wood, she believes it will happen by the year 2030. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.